Hello and welcome to the Temple Podcast. My name is Edward Pike and I'm the founder of the Temple. So we created this online space to really bring people together amongst these changing times so that we can remind ourselves of the true beauty of the human experience. It's also a place where we share wisdom, resources, and even services that we all need right now to navigate amongst the chaos, to find our authentic purpose, and to really create powerful change together. So in this podcast, I have profound conversations with some of the amazing, inspiring people that I met along the way, and that I continue to meet, to collaborate, and to play with. I really believe that every single one of us has an important journey and message to share with the world. And I hope that as you listen to the insights and the learnings of some of our guests, you'll also be inspired to go on your own journey to stepping into your power and your voice. So if you want to find out more, you can go to our website, thetemple.love. And if you want to get in touch, you can find us on Instagram, thetemple.love, or you can email me directly at ed at thetemple.love. But for now, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Temple Podcast. I hope that you're doing well amongst all this intense time amongst all these changes, these lockdowns, um, these travel restrictions. I hope that you're doing well. This is a beautiful opportunity also amongst all this chaos to really slow down and reflect and take some time to, to really ask ourselves powerful questions. And this episode really is about this. We had a, a conversation with Nathan and Josie a couple of weeks back. Um, Nathan and Josie are the founders of Wild Feet, we are wildfeet.com and are beautiful examples of change makers and creatives and people who are just wanting to be of service to um, our fellow humans in whatever way, shape or form that they can. And what emerged from this conversation was the, the need and the power of actually taking time to slow down, to reflect and to ask ourselves important questions about our alignment and our integrity about our our projects about our service and about how we want to show up in the world and how we want to express ourselves so i really hope you enjoy this episode it's perfect for these times that we're in when we have this opportunity but also sometimes the challenge to actually pause and to actually take stock of of what we're doing in our lives um, and I really hope that you receive this wisdom and this information and, and, and take it in a very practical way for yourself to, to slow down and to, to ask yourself these same, these same questions. Before you dive in, I just want to speak about something that we're currently running, which is the 25 Days of Temple Wisdom. Um, every day we're releasing on social media, on our mailing list and on our website, a little Temple Wisdom Oracle card. And these combine to form a beautiful pack of uh, temple wisdom oracle cards uh, that you can receive for free as a gift from us on Christmas Day. And these cards really weave in uh, imagery with um, in, with wisdom and with beautiful quotes from some of our of our co-creators. And so, if you want to receive this oracle uh, card deck on Christmas Day, it's very simple. Just go to our website, and you can sign up there to get the to get the daily emails. And then, on Christmas morning, you will receive into your inbox this beautiful uh, digital oracle card deck for you to use uh, however you see fit. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Hello, hey Nathan, hey Josie, hey Rob. Hi. Hello, Hi. everyone. Good, <laughs> Good to, to be here again. Mm. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to the temple. I like seeing that as well. Um, so you're the, the second, second podcast that we're kind of circling back to people that have already been on the podcast in the, with the intention of, of going deeper, you know, going deeper with you, hearing about more about who you are, what you bring. And also, and I guess that maybe 
really specifically to what we're going to talk about today is like the journey that you've been on since that like that first podcast which was when mm-hmm. like april may and first six months ago yeah, something exactly. like that that yeah. was probably in May, I think. Yeah, yeah, May. It's good to be back. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. And we recorded this roundtable a few hours ago, which was really juicy. and probably inform a lot of our conversation today. Mm. So to get us started, let's see. I guess maybe to get us started, because some people might not have met you from the first podcast. So maybe it's just, mm. you know, good thing to introduce yourselves where you are and what you're currently doing or mm-hmm. considering or contemplating you know? how are you dealing yeah. with yes. life? <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah do you want to go first yes um so I am Josie, I'm from Denmark, um, and we are both currently living in Bali, Indonesia. Um, and we've been here in Bali since January, um, so just before COVID happened, just before the, the lockdown. Um, and that was a thing we just had an mission to do a little change from where we were before that, which was New Zealand. And we were like, okay, where somewhere close we can go without having to fly around the world, try and do it as sustainable as possible. Because um, we really need a chance and we're like, okay, where the good community that will be in Bali and it's a good place for entrepreneurs and um, we needed that kind of environment instead of traveling around in our van in New Zealand, which we did before. So right now we're just working on trying to get clarity, being mm. in the face of um, stepping back, gaining perspective, um, looking at all of the different projects that we are working on, and I guess kind of like trying to deal with having so much we want to do and realizing just the two of us is not enough hands in the projects. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of like where we are currently in this moment at. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm Nathan, the other half, and uh, I'm from England. <laughs> the other half. Yeah, we're two individual people. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's such a cultural yeah. thing, though. I know what you mean. The other half. Yeah. The other half. Yeah. Well, I think um, you know, in our projects, at least we are halves, and also in our relationship, we we create a whole, even though we are individuals we have a lot of individual things going on right now which um i think is also helping us gain that clarity and maybe the the preamble to clarity is the chaos that comes Mm. Uh, and that's maybe what we're experiencing but to give a bit more um context so when we spoke last in in may or april whenever it was we were kind of focusing a lot more on responsible van life, which is an online platform that we create around living sustainably in, in vans, which is yeah. happening across the world. There's a huge movement going on right now. And we want to just make sure or like provide a space where people can talk about sustainability within van life. Um, and then obviously the, the pandemic has happened and you know, there's been this big upheaval throughout the world and for us as well as we've kind of navigated, you know, ending up staying in Bali for for a longer period of time than we ever expected and um, kind of realising that we feel like we wanted to change what we were doing or, or find new things to do. So we, we started a sustainable clothing brand and then we realize, oh God, we've taken on another project, even though we're not really filling up our original cups, which is ourselves and the other projects that we've already started that we want to mm. nourish and, and bring forward as well. Um, so you've found us at a point where we are putting everything out on the board and deciding what, what do we want to do now? So it's time for us to really, um, put all of our projects out on the table and, and recognize what is bringing value to us and what is creating the most impact out there. 
mm. and really um, trying to focus on finding collaborations, good collaborations within our community and maybe unknown collaborations that we don't have yet to kind of further our projects and hopefully help other people at the same time. So mm. yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Mm. Just taking that time to gain clarity. Yeah, that's a really juicy thing to be doing right now. And I think it's uh, for a lot of people that's going to be quite resonant. It's something to, to be kind of taking a step back and looking at our lives and then witnessing and then really choosing kind of where we want to move forwards. Is it something that you're finding easy to slow down and do or is it challenging? I would say it's challenging. Mm. Um, yeah, it's actually very challenging. Especially because a lot of these projects, like everything from our documentary we're producing, which is obviously still on hold because we're in Bali, um, to responsible van life. And then we have so many kind of like ongoing projects and we kind of just been, I guess the the past, well, actually since we've been together and started our business three months after we met each other, um, kind of just been going somehow full speed of these projects and and maybe lately just been kind of like at the maintenance level and not at the accelerating mm. level. Um, but somehow I, I find it challenging to, to sit down and then make choices and have to let go of some of the things because all of these things, there's so much we want to do, there's so much we want to give, there's so much we want to learn um, that it, it seems like a big decision to um, to let go or transform something or having a brand that's already established maybe like responsible van life and maybe having to merge it into something else or have to let go of it because maybe the simply reason that maybe it doesn't serve us right now mm. I'm, I'm really yeah. I'm really intrigued because the I think in the world at the moment like this growth in a community around van life but just exponentially exploded this year because of COVID, this desire to step off to travel what people have been living for years and years and years. And they suddenly had this opportunity to sit back and go, actually, this isn't making me happy. I want to do something different. And so, you know, you're hearing all the stories and on Facebook about people wanting to follow this life. And it was a life that you were leading. And yet you're still going through what everybody else is going through and needing to sit back look at what you're doing with things and choose what feels right and move forward mm. Mm. yeah i like that reflection and like as nathan was saying kind of like in the opening um like how we are taking that step back um which a lot of people as you're saying are doing in the world right now at least some people are choosing to kind of like yeah. wake up and and realize well the things i'm going to be doing is that really what i want to do and is the things i've been doing really going to take me to where i want to be as well um and even though like like we've been kind of maybe i've been folding myself a little bit thinking i've been doing all the things i want to be doing and sometimes i guess i can find myself hiding under this more kind of like entrepreneur mindset kind of title and therefore just believing i am doing what i want to be doing um and maybe thinking i don't really need to to make a step back um because you know i'm already i'm you know i'm my own bus i'm, I'm purpose, living yeah. in bali yeah exactly i'm already kind of like on that path but you know can you probably not never really going to get to that point where you you shouldn't reflect on yourself and constantly ask yourself these questions um and check in mm. yeah yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, particularly responsible van life, although I think right now when we left New Zealand, we kind of feel a bit more detached from it because we aren't living in a van. And we still have the full intention to go back to to Europe or wherever we're going to go and move back into van life. It's just not suitable for being in an island in Asia. Um, And so you know, we also have to question like, okay, this is maybe not right for us now because we're not living it, but is it going to be right for us in the future when we are living it again? Mm-hmm. Um, and so not another big question is like, are we, are we intending to go on a hiatus or are we just going to continue with the 
the minimal maintenance until we have the, the motivation to move it forward? Or are we going to find a great collaboration, open up responsible van life to a greater number of people mm. who also bring that motivation and allow that to, uh, to flourish in that way? And yeah, I think it's such a incredible opportunity for us and everyone around the world to, to realize that, you know, we aren't on a treadmill, like as much as it feels like we're on a treadmill and we always have to be taking a, a step forward. We, we are fully in control of our next step. And despite any challenges or any considerations for the outcome, we should always recognize what we want our next step to be and yeah. make sure it's, it's what feels best of us. It doesn't have to be what's best for anyone else. Firstly, serve yourself and then you serve others. Yeah, and, and you hit the yeah. nail on the head there with, um, with good questions, right? It's all about the questioning. I think uh, this year, if anything, is just allowing us to, or allowing us or shoving in our face, <laughs> depending on how you want to see it, like all these questions, all these existential questions about like, you know, ourselves, what we're doing, our purpose, our relationships, the way we're, the way we're living on this planet, the way we're being as a collective, as a community. And there's a lot of power in, in those questions. So I'm curious a bit about, and maybe you can, maybe they're non-specific, but I'm curious about what are the, the questions that you have been you both have been asking yourselves and each other in this time. Hmm. <laughs> Big question about questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess um, one of the really big ones is what, like what do we want to spend our time doing? Mm. And I mean, I can only speak for myself, but when I'm asking this question, um, I'm thinking about like all of these, these things that I'm excited about in the world, like, am I doing them or am I just thinking about them? And if I really want to do it, how can I make space in my life to do that? Yeah. Um, and so like climbing has always been a big passion of mine. I've been climbing since I was 18 and the last few years I've kind of let that slide and, and not done it so much. Um, and now here in Bali, we found a community of climbers and been able to take that opportunity to, to zone back in on what I love doing, which is getting on that wall and climbing it. Not, not just thinking about, oh, I can't wait to do that again, but actually mm. doing it. So I guess, yeah, that's a, a question that we've kind of thought about and acted upon almost immediately. Mm. So we've been doing some other exciting things as well. What about you? I think maybe my questions have kind of been more toward um, like, am I, am I fully present every day? Mm. Am I actually following my intuition? Am I following my inner voice? Um, am I feeling alive when I wake up? Like, looking at the things I'm doing like am I excited about it and even if I'm nervous or scared um is are those things and taking me is that can I see that still as being part of my path um to where I want to go um so I guess my question has been more reflecting on my current situation and depending on the answer therefore been okay that will then lead to the next question being okay what can I then change Mm. Um, what does make me feel alive um, and that's one of the things that since like since I dropped out of school and have one of my really big experiences in my life where I promised to myself that always do the things that makes you feel alive um, and never 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 settle for for less um, because when you're feeling alive you're being 100% your truth on yourself and that's where you're living your fullest potential um, and that's where you can really truly show up for yourself and therefore for others and that's truly where i believe we're serving the collective um i mean i think we all agree and like the first step is to go inward and there 
like automatically that will manifest for the best for everyone else around us outwardly mm. um yeah oh i like that yeah great to be reminded of that Rosie, because i can see from from what you both just shared i recognize in myself there's a not connecting with that self-will and that sense of freedom to do what i feel is right for me in that moment in time and being in a space of not wanting to do something because i felt as though i'll be tied down or be committed to it and it's right now but what happens if it's not right in six months time or 12 months time so i don't do it because i'm scared of that commitment but it's what you've said it's if it's right now then that's great follow it because in six months time i mm -hmm. still have that self-will i still have that choice to wake up on that morning and go is, is this still right for me and make a choice and change it's like with, you know, with responsible van life like, like you're doing it's like what is right for me in this moment and following that mm -hmm. that's really wise wisdom for anybody mm. Next mm. yeah yeah i really believe in that um because like when you're serving yourself in the present which like ironically enough and cliche enough is all that exists but it, it's so damn true we you know just spend so much time even with like our projects like spend so much time like is this what we want to be doing is this like what we want to be spending you know our 20s on uh, where like tuning it back into like how do I feel doing this right now and wow this you know I'm really excited about this this feels right I feel good doing it good like done finish line sweet that's gonna for sure then take you like to all the places you're supposed to go uh, yeah. don't question it it's not your job like let it go and let God in kind of kind of yeah. thing um which I've also been noticing actually it was a quote or so in one of when diet books just maybe two days ago now um that's it let go and let god um and i was like gosh like that kind of like living in philosophy i've completely dropped that over the past few months um or a while um where it's kind of like let go but still try and figure things out mm. where i'm like i know of course there's a source that does you know pump our hearts and makes the trees grow but I kind of for a moment forgot that that also applies to me in my life um, and you know it's not up to me to figure out the how just as long as I know the why and you know my why is often do I feel good right now like does this feel good whatever kind of emotions it is doesn't need or it doesn't mean that it has to be you know excited high energy kind of felt life is perfect but you know i often find also the emotions that's like emotions like sadness or reflective or more still emotions to be just as beautiful and i can find as much as yeah this feels good right now and um, like because i'm in i'm in connection with myself and i'm in connection with everything else um, and and that's it that's all that matters yeah. So the, the thought that immediately crossed my mind here, and I'm sure it's perhaps a thought that might cross many minds of people who are listening is, and I know exactly what you're, you're speaking of, and I'm, I'm inviting this as a question to all of us. You know, the thought that crossed my mind was, yeah, but if I'm doing something that's good for me, how do I know it's good for others or for the planet, you know? Because I could take pleasure in, I don't know, in beating someone up, and that could feel good in the moment, you mm. know? I could take pleasure in uh littering everywhere or you know polluting there could be a really like pleasure in that so how how do we dance that line of of of, of knowing of, of it feeling really good for us inside and as you say it doesn't have to be you know this overflowing joy and ecstasy it can be just a quiet knowing or quiet bliss or just a quiet peace how do we how do we walk that line that's a question for all of us how do we think how do we know that question with that phrase let go and let god within connected mm. to that negative pleasure of littering or beating someone up it's a, <laughs> a strange example but i'll go with it <laughs> my dreams 
in that space, you're connecting with separateness. You're not seeing yourself as part of the whole. You're not seeing yourself as part of divinity and, and God's creation, if you, want, if, if you believe in God. So in that space of separateness, you're feeling the pleasure that's purely related to you. So you're not in the space of connected with everybody else around you. So you don't feel it. You don't, it's not part of your reality. Whereas if you are connected with that space of oneness, then you won't find that pleasure in littering because you will see the impact that has on people around you, nature, other animals, the planet. And so that negative pleasure won't exist. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it, it, it will become quite clear, um, like when it feels good and when it actually feels good. Yeah. I think your, your soul, your heart, you, you know, deep, deep, deep down, you know, even if you tell yourself it feels good to hurt others, like, you know, it, it doesn't. Yeah. I also think there's something to be said for acting out of your intuition in in any sense of the way like i don't believe it's it's right for anyone to to cause harm to other people or to the planet but um each individual is on their journey and withholding your intuition to do something is withholding yourself from receiving a great lesson mm -hmm. so if you if you have an urge to punch someone and i hope you don't and you maybe shouldn't do that but but maybe there's a reason for that as well and in every sense the way you you will come across some kind of redemption or, or some retribution from from punching someone and with that mistake comes a, a great lesson you know and i think also tying back to um to our projects and anyone's projects if you are thinking about letting go just always honor the lesson that comes with with what you're doing and you know maybe things haven't gone as you'd planned and that's that's fantastic because it means you've made a mistake and learned something mm. so allowing allowing yourself to take those actions maybe not punching someone yeah. maybe not throwing trash <laughs> but you know there's there's something to come of all situations yeah. so and and similar to what you shared we never we never know maybe so you know, I use the example of responsible van life or even something that me and, and Robbie are letting go of right now, a, a collaboration. I, sometimes it's also like because we were only ever designed to do the first step. I really believe that. And sometimes, you know, you just have to pass it on to someone else who's going to love it and nurture it and care for it in, a, in, in their own way. Maybe that's also sometimes the letting go. You know, when, when a mother lets go of the child, they go to university. <laughs> it's the same thing with our projects sometimes and our creations or like, like Rob and I used to run a social enterprise in London called the Thrive Foundation. And, you know, we, we moved, both moved to Crete and after a while it was obvious that it, it wasn't, you know, we couldn't just do it from a distance. And so we let it go. And it had its kind of five year shelf life, you know, it had its impact. It's, it had our, our learning, our growth, you know, it had so much beauty and, and things inside it. And then it was complete, so I'm wondering also if that's also part of the letting go, right? In the letting go, letting God, we don't know what that is. There's this, 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 this complete unknown that we have to open up to in those moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is, is that where you're yeah. at, you two of you, in the unknown right now? And how is that? Mm. I would definitely call it the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, like... What I definitely also been reflecting on is like how holding on to something um, keeps you away from the next step um, and how sometimes we just think that what we can think ourselves to is the only option to us and right now we may be okay. There's a handful of options um, and therefore we're not making decisions because we don't know which one of these handful of options we, we want to do but actually if we let go you know we only have 100% of energy in our day and like capacity in our hearts and minds and um, and if that one thing is taking up 
such amount of, of space and energy of those 100%. You don't have space for new things to come in. And it's often in the act of letting go, like the answers will come. And those answers can often be things that we could never like think with our own thoughts and our yeah. own mind about. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm definitely at the, at the place where I feel like the action of letting go is almost needed because maybe we ourselves can't think ourselves to the next step of the, what we then are supposed to do. And that can either be with or without a project like Responsible Van Life. Um, but I feel like as soon as, um, as soon as you let go, things change so quickly and the space is getting filled up with what was supposed to happen um, because then you can let it in. Yeah. Mm. I love that, yeah. I think that's the invitation to the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this moment mm. that we're going through. It's like we, the world is on pause in, in many ways and we've, we've been invited to go in and look to see where we place our energy. And I think there's a real risk for us to, to emerge the other side of a COVID-19 pandemic and just step back into what was without having really benefited from this process and, and, and take answers to step back and go, you know, what do I really want? Where's my energy going? And, you know, stepping off that treadmill, but if it's right, step back on it. But if it's mm -hmm. right to step on with one foot and have another foot climbing a cliff, do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we've all been invited to to follow and i think there's a real risk we don't <laughs> yeah, yeah that's sure. true well said it's like we're being invited to also freely let go of of perhaps a way of being way yeah way of being that didn't really serve us that was very disconnected from our humanity and nature that's i guess that's my hope anyway that that's what life is really inviting us to do right now to to mm. contemplate to reflect to uh, to question and to and to let go of the the uh, the aspects the, the ways of being that don't serve i know i know that's what i'm definitely seeing in my personal life and in people around me like it's really letting go of things either easily or actually with a bit of pain and conflict but letting go nonetheless of uh, of things that aren't actually i, I want to use that word authentic they don't feel authentic us mm. Mm. that's it yeah and i think also more so right it's not just about you know projects and opportunities and like actions but also you know taking the time to to reflect on like what about our beliefs and mm. our thoughts and how our mind has like subconsciously turned into to working um like, is there something there we can let go of? Is there something there we can let go of that isn't authentic, that isn't ours? What's been imprinted by other people? Um, what's what's real and what's not real? Not necessarily for everyone, but for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. does this yeah. thing I'm being heard right now? Is this thing that my country's reacting to right now? Is that, like, question it um, yeah. and by observing yourself, how is, how's your, what's your first reaction and that first reaction, who taught you to react that way? Um, and if you really tune in, like, do you believe in that and that you should react that way? Um, I think, I think that's, well, definitely what's happening as well. Mm -hmm. um, or at least an opportunity that's being created. Um, yeah like both things is just as powerful and they go hand in hand it's kind of like if you do the one thing the other thing would happen as well um if you change your life drastically now in 2000 or 2020 because of COVID, that probably means also because you changed some of your thoughts and your mindset and see things a new way yeah. and vice versa so what could be for someone who kind of you know might be listening and might go, yeah, but how do I do it? Like, what would be a, um, what would be a, a practice or a way that someone could, could invite that into their life? Like, I know, you know, there's no recipe and everyone is going to be different and really it's about making up our own ways with these things. But I'm curious if we have, you know, between the four of us, like a practice or practices that might just help people to, to do that, to reflect and to, 
to let go and to choose and to really kind of discern what is honest and authentic to them. I have some mother wisdom. <laughs> I remember 18 months ago, two years ago, I was in a situation where I was coming into a fourth year of a, a four year, a final year of a four year study to qualify as a body psychotherapist. And the thoughts going around in my head were, well, do I need to do the fourth year? Am I going to practice as a body psychotherapist? I don't know if I want to be a body psychotherapist. It's a lot of money. It's more thousands of thousands of pounds to do another year. Sometimes a lot of travel, going back and forth, after, having to find a client and give sessions and everything else. And I was in this story in the future. What do I, you know, if I do this now, I have to do this in the future with it. Otherwise, it's not worth it. And my mum said to me, are you enjoying it? Does it bring you joy doing it right now? And it was like, well, yes. She said, well, then it's worth it. Because if you're spending money on doing something that's bringing you joy and happiness now, then who knows what's going to happen in 12 months time, 18 months time. But wouldn't you, wouldn't you regret not being happy now because of it? <laughs> mm. that, mm -hmm. yeah. what, what, what's the stories? What's the conditioning that's in my head that's telling me one thing and what's my truth what's where's my real joy and recognizing both of them and trying to find the the path through yeah mm -hmm. yeah exactly i especially think um observing yourself mm. is is a good place to start um also just to figure out this how you're feeling and what you're doing and where you are in your life is is something that does bring you joy um so like give you yourself the challenge of okay every single time i react maybe instead of respond um or yeah let's just go with that um then promise yourself that you will or at least try um to observe and take a step back and ask yourself okay what am i feeling right now what i'm reacting towards and then take a little deeper okay if someone said something to do to you why am i feeling these things where does this come from and, you know often we can start with well he said something that's not fair and we can end with wow i maybe had an experience i wasn't aware of many years ago um who was kind of the, that was kind of the same thing and made me believe that i'm not good enough or i'm not something something um, and if we don't take the time to observe these kind of thought patterns and how we can like brainwash our body to react to certain situations um, and this applies to everything like a pandemic like this but also just work and friendship and relationship and with yourself and where you are and um, I think this is a good place to start yeah. um, and then then if you then feel like okay it's because i believe this then ask yourself okay where do i have that belief from um and do i believe in that belief um and sometimes it can you know, be super scary to ask yourself these questions because you can suddenly like think well who the hell am i then um i thought all these things about myself i i thought i knew suddenly seems to be my mom and dad or my teachers or an old friends imprinting in me that i wasn't aware of then then what do i believe in um, and yeah. but that's just like a i get maybe a bit of ironically like congratulations you're <laughs> on a, a beautiful journey <laughs> do, you, do you guys watch westworld the show you did that. You did? I, I did that in, in uh, California with my good friend. That West... was a very special time doing that. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. There's a, they need, I'm talking about the, the TV show called Westworld. Did you, did you watch that? It's, um, yeah, the, the, way like the, the, the cowboys. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a kind, of, kind of theme park with the AI, uh, for those who, who don't know. And um it's it's what i love about that show is that there's once these um these this ai these robots are on loops like they have like these stories you know that are kind of imprinted from 
let's call it say lifetimes of uh, of stories and they're kind of stuck on these and they call them loops and then they some of them escape the path and they start to escape their loops and then they realize that us human beings are on similar loop, similar loops we are also on like these mental emotional behavioral loops that we don't realize that we're in we don't we don't we don't recognize that we've been passed on this way of being from ancestors from culture society you know we think we've made it up ourselves or we think that we have you know we're independent but actually we're carrying these loops and from what you're speaking mm-hmm. to right now there's and what we kind of this whole podcast has been about is really this opportunity that we have right now to to pause and to like ask ourselves you know or to actually notice as you say to notice that we're actually on a mental emotional behavioral kind of pattern or loop and to start to kind of give it a bit of space and go ooh okay i'm realizing that you know i'm just a tra- i'm just getting into the same same relationships time and time again you know this is a loop so what can i do about it you know or more subtle of you know i'm noticing that i wake up and i just do this every single day you know that's another kind of loop that i'm in is this really honest and sincere and authentic to me yeah so i love that invitation mm-hmm. you know through this conversation to just pause a bit to just kind of slow down and be okay with the slowing down and reflecting and i think the word that comes and, and break break the loop and break yeah. the loop yeah escape the park mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that tv show is is very deep yes yeah. love it yeah maybe we should go back to watching it <laughs> yes yeah the third series is when it starts to come together <laughs> well, the words that come courage. Courage. It's like, yeah. Seeing the two of you sort of being able to sit back and pause and put everything on the table. And like you say, you can look at the, those sort of loops of patterns of behavior and belief. I think as human beings, even when we go through that process and recognize them, there's part of us that doesn't want to change. Because if we change, we then saying to ourselves, well, all of the stuff that I've done since then was kind of stupid. <laughs> it's like I could I could have been, I hadn't got that awareness. So we don't want to judge ourselves. So we just continue on that loop because it's easier than feeling silly mm-hmm. or, or judging ourselves in some way for not having known that or being aware of something at the time. Whereas actually, if I yeah. say, you know, oh, I, I can see that I'm reacting to this person because of the way. I react or someone else reacted to me on the rugby pitch when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not seeing the person mm. in front of me now, I'm seeing that story of me as a 16 year old boy and like the, how I mm-hmm. felt in that situation. It's like, and it takes courage to go, I've been doing that, I've been on that loop and I've reacted to people, I've been in relationships, so I've created a life manifested for myself based on that past conditioning. Mm. And I think that mm-hmm. you're saying is what you're you're following your courage, you're stopping and mm-hmm. you're pausing and looking to see what works and what doesn't work. And mm-hmm. the truth, rather than a conditioned belief as to this is what we should be doing. Mm. That's, that's very true. Yeah, for sure. It takes immense courage and strength to, to step out of any situation, mm. I think, because it's always, you know, so much more comfortable, even if it's painful and mm. not serving us to stay in that place and um i do believe that's something that both me and josie have just from i don't know where it comes from but something that we we've always been very good at is is stepping into change and and making that happen and i think um you know travel has been such a a big part of that like changing our environment completely um gives you a fresh perspective on life and um yeah regarding like going back to your question ed about like what can people do in this Mm. in this situation now if they want to um to make a change or find a way to assess what what they're doing and whether it's serving them um i think something that's really powerful is having a bucket list which is um you know maybe it's very cliche to have a bucket list but you know, when you just sit down and, and you write stuff like, oh, I just want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And I think for for a long time, like a bucket list is kind of like an idea of all of these dreams that we're never going to reach. But I think the original intent of that was to 
to tick them off. Mm. And, and we, we can do that. There's literally nothing stopping any of us from ticking off our entire bucket list, except ourselves. Yeah. And get, getting it down on paper and just starting with one and fitting one into our lives and seeing how we can do that. It's not going to happen overnight, but you know, when, when we're working towards something that we, we believe is one of our dreams in our lives, then we're going to feel a lot more in the present moment and in ourselves that we are on the right path. And even if along that way, if it turns out that it's not something that we particularly do want to do in the end, it was just the idea of it sounded nice. At least we know that we've, we followed that line of inquiry to the point where it doesn't serve us anymore. And there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, failing at things. Well, that's only bravery and courage in that you stepped up for yourself and you followed your intuition, yeah. which is a, a celebration in itself and a lesson in it too. Mm. Mm. But having said all of that, I think there's also something to be said for dedication and particularly when you have long-term visions and goals, like it's, it's important to find a balance between, you know, just giving up and, and moving on to something else and, and really feeling into, okay, there's hard work to be done. And when we move through that, we will um, start to feel more in flow with what we're doing. Um, I think sometimes that is needed as well. Although finding the balance is, is difficult for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, some words that jump into my, my head just listening to what you're saying is, and even the words before is um, like ex- exploring the commitment to integrity, to, you know, to being in integrity mm-hmm. with our, our hearts and our longings and our dreams and how life wants to express itself through us. And, and, that, and that commitment, I guess, is, can have different forms because it can have the form of, pausing and laying things out on the table and really tuning into, you know, am I in integrity if I'm doing this, you know, what do I need to tweak or let go of? And it also comes in, as you say, the, that commitment to, um, to doing the hard work when we need to do it, to actually showing up to climbing the mountain, even though it's really challenging because you know that the view at the top is just going to be amazing. And that's where you want to be anyway. And from, mm-hmm. from everything we're sharing today, I think, I love those words, commitment to integrity, because it just invites, it's not even about, you know, doing or not doing, it's about how you are in the world, in life. And I, I really feel from all, all, all three of you, you know, that, and I know that from, from knowing you, that commitment to authenticity and, and integrity, and that's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. I think and, this really- yeah, knowing that, so go ahead, Rob. I was going to say, I think there's real wisdom there for, I think for people who might call themselves creatives or entrepreneurial, like there's this constant flow of energy of creation and, and something new. And there's a real calling to also connect with that admin of life. <laughs> it's like, we also need admin. <laughs> and there's a... Dealing with that side of life for people can be quite difficult. Other people love it, but it's like also being willing to do the one thing in order to facilitate the other is really important to recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say listening to like hearing your reflections, that makes me also remember that there's a time for everything. Um, and like often, I think we can feel, or I can feel that maybe sometimes that, oh shit, I'm, I'm off my path because I'm not feeling as inspired anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing, and also with what you're saying, Nathan, with like, you know, the balance between dedication and, and stillness and reflection, just as an example. Um, and I think maybe sometimes we forget that's a that's natural rhythm in us beating inside of us and we're just as much nature as the tree that goes through four seasons um, and that i mean just look at all females like we go through well yeah yeah lunar phase and in that phase there's four different phases and if you actually dive into it each 
phase over our 28-day period um, for our 28-day cycle. Um, we go through four very extreme different phases. One is made for resting. One is made for um, more kind of like um, showing up in the world and networking and being out there and taking actions. And another one is more to reflecting, reflecting and detoxing. And then there's another one to take care of yourself. And it's the same with, you know, like our eating habits. And, and I think, like, at least for me, that, as I said before, sometimes when I feel like, oh, I'm not feeling inspired, does that mean I'm off my path? Does that mean I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing? Um, I think I'm, I'm simply just forgetting that, you know, I also go through phases and that's okay. And to embrace each phase um, is, is something that I forget to do. But as soon as I am being reminded of it, um, everything kind of makes sense. Okay, this time now is not made for action. This time now is, is made for something else that's just valuable and there'll be another time for action. Um, I think that that's a big lesson. Mm. Yeah, it's the cycles of life, cyclical mm. nature of life. Yeah, so beautiful. Mm. Wonderful. We have another five, ten minutes left if we want to. If you feel like there's more, I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm curious if there's any questions or anything that. Anything else that you want to say or share or add to the conversation to what's already been spoken? Hmm. There's so much to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An hour is too short. It. And what? An hour is too One short. An hour is too short. Yeah. <laughs> we could spend the whole day talking, but uh, I don't think that would be. I don't know. A <laughs> podcast of 10 hours could be an interesting experiment. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Might lose a few listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel very... Yeah, um, I think... Um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to reflect on um, some of the things that, that we've been doing in the, in the last week or so, which has kind of been through the process of us kind of thinking about okay what do we want to do and then um stepping into doing it and doing something different um for example we actually spent uh the last 10 days well it was a few days ago now but the 10 days before that um training to be raw vegan chefs oh yeah and uh you know that's something that we're we're massively inspired by food and creating amazing food and it was such an opportunity to be like this is on our bucket list so let's do it and we've taken that space to yeah just separate 10 days out to to really just focus on that and that was really amazing mm. and not knowing like necessarily what we're gonna do with it besides mm. nourish ourselves even deeper and, and having even more wisdom yeah. and like what what's the excitement out of like having this knowledge now and like what's going to happen it's it's an unknown feeling but you know it feels good mm. and as you said rob even if we don't do anything with it like we were happy to be doing it we made some mm -hmm. amazing food we met some amazing people and we gained some knowledge which we we will certainly use in our own kitchen if not elsewhere so you know it's totally worth it yeah no regrets. And it goes back to your idea of the bucket list, doesn't it? Of, of kind of writing down what is it that you're curious about, what inspires you, what you want to see in the world, what you want to explore and experience. Yeah. And without knowing how that links together. And I mean, listening to the two of you share, you know, that you're putting things on the table and, and, and assessing things is actually also really inspiring. I, I've been one of those also who've got tons of projects on and tons of ideas and always fresh inspiration and finds it hard to let go of them once they're in my mind. <laughs> and mm. I, but I, I love the idea of 
so well so part of me loves this this essence of yeah just go out and, and explore and try things you know and the other part of me goes yeah but how do you i need to know you know how to weave that into what i'm doing there's that kind of side of it mm. as well and then, yeah so the, there's the two are here like this is very much this playful curiosity about oh it sounds amazing to do like you know a raw vegan course or to do, just do, go out and explore and do different things and yeah at the same time there's a part which i would call it a loop actually which is yeah but you have to weave it into what you're doing you have to you know make it mm. make it serious make and make sense. it something yeah exactly make sense of it yeah 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 and I think, Ed, what you, maybe this is a few months back now, but I saw on your social media that you went on, um, you went out into the, into the nature for, yeah. Yeah, for just quest. a few days to, yeah. 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 And I think um, maybe that's something that everyone should be doing more often, like actually just stopping life, stopping the loop completely yeah. mm-hmm. and taking two days away to reflect. Um, because we can talk about like pausing and reflecting as we're doing in the in the pandemic, but we still have some kind of semblance to what our life is. Yeah. And when we're in that motion of doing it, it's it can be difficult to really um, step away and have that reflection. So really like switching everything off and just being somewhere. I mean, it can be at home, it can be at like a, a retreat center as well, like doing a Vipassana or- in nature. Or in nature, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's just about creating that container, isn't it? Like really creating a space for yourself, even if it's an hour and a half or a week or something. <laughs> Between an hour and a half, anything from an hour and a half to like you know, seven days of really switching off mm. phones and giving ourselves space to listen. Mm. Oh yeah, I've been really inspired to, um, I haven't told you this, Nathan, but... <laughs> After I did my Vipassana in Sri Lanka last year, um, we were encouraged to do silent days or silent weeks or silent months um, to, of course, to the extent that you can integrate that into your life, but not necessarily meditate, but just so, for example, me and Nathan, we could just agree tonight that, okay, tomorrow it's going to be a silent day. Um, Mm -hmm. And how much like wisdom that comes from that I think maybe if like we all like did that at least just once, first of all, one of the biggest lessons is like how much unnecessary um, kind of like dialogue or energy we use in things that actually doesn't really matter. Um, is one of like typical, one of the biggest lessons has come out of it. Um, and then there's like just a long row of other um, reflections and insights and high experiences from having about oh I'm about to say something and then be like well and I'm just asking this because I'm not asking my, myself first what should I do or I'm about to say something is that actually valuable to say or what I'm about to say does that actually serve and why do I have this need to say stuff all the time um, so if you don't have the opportunity to maybe take a few days out in nature like straight away you can well you know let your family know that tomorrow i'm going to be silent all day mm. yeah great one that's really good so mm. maybe we should do that tomorrow yeah i like that idea me too <laughs> oh that was so good to to connect and hear from you um both of you um yeah rob if there's anything else you want to add i want to ask you that as well and then maybe you can share nathan and josie like how people connect with you now as well if they want to connect with you deeper i was just going to say it's really nice to hear both of you having self-respect for your own needs and for each other yeah it's like the idea of you know as ed was saying being able to go this is what i need right now and i respect myself enough to give me this or you saying you know i need to we really want to do this thing that's on our bucket list and we'll respect our needs and our joy for wanting to do that even though it might have an impact on the things that we might have otherwise other people might expect us to have been doing over that 10 days it's like that that choice to respect yourself is really inspiring and i think it's a something we can all learn from yeah 
Mm. Yeah. Thank you. I think commitment to integrity. Yeah. 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 As uh, as best we can. Yeah, as best we in a human way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, for connecting with us, Mm -hmm. I suppose. I mean. Which ones do we talk about now? Where can yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the final question, the dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> we need to find the answer in just one hour. <laughs> uh, well, you can definitely connect with us on kind of like We Are Wild Feet. That's the name both Nathan and I, we go under. So on Instagram, it is We Are Wild Feet. Mm-hmm. Out in one go. And the same with our website, www.wildfeet.com. And then I have a personal page, um, which is Josephine Blasfeld on Instagram. And so do you. Yeah. You can on Instagram. Yeah, um, and then, of course, as well, we do have Responsible Van Life still up and running on, on social media. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And I think um, that. Go ahead, Rob. I was going to say, what's the website for responsible clothing? Because that's what I'm really interested in. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Well, so actually, we didn't get to speak about that, but we are, the clothing brand is called Equal Kind. So it's www.equalkind.com. But you can also go to wearewildfeet.com and you'll be able to navigate from there. So because we had like, we had so many social media accounts, we're actually merging yeah. Equal Kind back into We Are Wild Feet. So, uh, We Are Wild Feet is the place to go. And then from there, you can always navigate to all of the other projects and interesting things that we're participating in. Do, do you want to speak, Jack, a couple of minutes about Equal Kind? Because we get a chance to really go into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, we started it, I guess, about three months ago now. And we had a bit of a soft launch. And we, we basically decided in one month to we wanted to create this uh, um, more of a slow fashion brand around um, like creating clothing which is made with kindness and is kind of giving out that message of kindness um, for for kind people to wear and uh, so what we've done is um, collaborated with um, another company to create like um, 100% organic cotton clothing and um, all of this clothing is recyclable so you can send it back to the company uh, when you're done with it and they will turn it back into new clothing so this is really like uh, one of the fundamentals is we wanted to make it sustainably and show that there are ways of creating clothing that isn't fast fashion um, but can still be affordable and and yeah that's that's kind of where we're at we're we're also creating um, collections around different topics such as animal liberation and um, climate change and uh, water health and bringing in that kind of like our creativity and our take on these topics and putting them into our clothing, into our designs and then um, also donating part of the profits from that clothing to a, a non-profit or a change maker working in that specific area. So again we're always kind of thinking about how can we build this into a cycle and how can that cycle serve a purpose greater than us and the people who are buying the clothing um so that's it in short there's uh if you go onto the website we have the entire process so you can read about how it's all made and um yeah maybe buy some clothing if you like the designs (laughs) yeah and that's equalkind.com equalkind.com yeah yeah. great perfect and yeah just a quick one on top of that um that has actually led us to a new little project in bali that we've been spending some time doing lately um with the whole thought of like equal kind and kind people doing kind things we were like why why do we not like reach out like make a post um here in bali about we want to highlight some kind people doing kind things here in Bali. Um, so over the past, I guess, two months, we've been around filming 
four different amazing human beings doing amazing things um, for planet or for animals um, or for each other. Um, both some is COVID related and some is not. Um, and then we're making small two, three minutes video about it. And then how like people can continue to support mm -hmm. them with kind of like the purpose and the goal of showing people that you don't need to be extraordinary to do something kind in the world. Like this is completely normal people just thinking, okay, how can I do a little act of kindness? And yeah. that has manifested into either like a big, beautiful thing or it's just like one project. Um, and there's some amazing stories and there's way too many for us to be able to right. cover with yeah. our cameras and we're mm -hmm. just on a little tiny island in Indonesia. So this is probably also going to take us to many beautiful places. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful coming out and hearing people's story of why they're doing it and yeah. being able to bear witness to that and, and show it to the world. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. That's the power of filmmaking as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for being here today. And um, yeah, I look forward to more connection and more, more conversations soon. Yeah, it's yeah thank you for, for having us back. It's, yeah, it's really good to be here and be talking about this and you're helping us through what we're thinking about as, uh, <laughs> as always. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. Mm. And uh, great to see you, Rob. It's been a while, so so happy to connect again and uh receive some of your wisdom yeah yeah good. and it's so beautiful to see where where the temple also is going and we are big supporters mm. of it and mm. yeah thank you yeah it feels like we these were happy to be a part of it yeah and these conversations are like for me the, the the blocks of it the meat of it you know bringing these topics into 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 the mainstream conversation like I'll always remember my mum said to me a couple of years ago, she said, at the beginning when you were speaking, you know, spiritual things and love things, like she felt a bit of a reaction. But after a while, she realized that she wasn't giving herself permission to experience and speak about those things. And so after a while, she was, well, she, she started to give herself more that permission to allow that as that part of herself. And I, my hope is with what we're doing, we're bringing, you know, we can support the movement towards being spiritual values you know love compassion kindness like you're saying you know back to back to converse back to the conversation in business and society culture and, and other places the conversation is really powerful i feel so thank you so much for having one with me <laughs> yeah all right enjoy the day bye bye lots of love Thank you. Thank you. See you in six Thank months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>